Welcome to the Conversations About Light podcast, a King's Cross podcast illuminating our desire to engage in lighthearted conversations that are grounded in scripture. Our hope is that through these conversations, our community will be encouraged and grow in their curiosity about light. Okay, welcome to uh, another Conversations About Light. This time we're giving a bit of a teaser into the next series, which is going to be looking into Thessalonians, uh, Life in Transit. Uh, But before we dive in, we've got a a new voice introducing to the podcast. Hello. Hi, I'm Jib. (laughs) It's great to be on the podcast. I've listened to it more than a few times. Yeah. It's a little bit scary to be on as well. I think because I'm coming in, in principle, in the same capacity as Mark and Josh, who have far more experience and wisdom than I do. So I'm sure we have uh, gracious listeners. <laughs> but yeah. I think this is the first time we've had a celebrity on the podcast. It, right? it is, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. I think we're all a bit starstruck yeah, at the moment. Oh <laughs> uh, no, people take it seriously. Hits are going to go way up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to look at the ratings after this. <laughs> do you want to give any shout outs? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, my wife. <laughs> well played. That's the right one, yeah. right? Well played. Yeah. Well, quick question before we dive in. What's a? It's sort of the holiday season. What's um, everyone's favourite holiday spots, or what do they enjoy doing? I've got to be. I'm such a homebody. I need to be convinced to go anywhere, and then I always have a good time when I go out. But it makes it. It makes it hard to summon. A, a favorite holiday spot. I think, especially with the pandemic we've just been in, I feel like I haven't been able to go anywhere. Right. But a very long time ago, I got to spend a lot of time in Fiji, and I'd love to go back again. So let's put it there. Nice. What What did you do in Fiji? I lived there for three and a half years. Oh wow. Um, that's a that's holiday. more of a holiday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Give me one of your holidays. So I, I don't know <laughs> what it's like to be a celebrity. So <laughs> tell me <Yeah>. more, Jim. <laughs> no, yeah, we moved there with family when, when we were kids. Um, Did some of our schooling there And while we were there We had great holidays You know, school holidays in Fiji Are pretty awesome (laughs) Sweet Josh, Mark Go ahead, Josh Yeah, uh, I think anything with a bit of sun And a place to sleep (laughs) So when I'm on (laughs) holiday My my first three days of holiday I normally spent doing close to nothing And my wife is the complete opposite So her first three days She wants to explore absolutely everything so for me, a good holiday is a spot where we've been to before because then there's less pressure to go out <laughs> and, and go see everything. So um, but that's my, that's my personality. But I've also learned to love um, traveling or getting out there and doing it. But I need three days of doing nothing first. So anywhere where I can lie in the sun. Nice. Uh, we went, uh, a couple of good holidays. For honeymoon, we went to Mexico oh. and stayed in this oh, beautiful yeah. hotel. But then during the day, we'd go out into the town and eat food on the streets. Street food would be amazing. Fish tacos for like a dollar and um, a cerveza. So that was nice. And then you come back home to your beautiful quarters and eat uh, Oreos and ice cream yes. till two in the morning. I put on 20 pounds, about 10 kilograms that, that holiday. And then India, went to India, did a similar thing. You stay in a wonderful, wonderful place uh, at night. And then during the day, you go out uh, amongst the town, eat food on the street. And it's just incredible. So anywhere... Anywhere like that, I guess, where you can do those sort of things. Get out there, have some different food, uh, get to a beach maybe, but then retire to the lap of luxury. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Very good. What about you, Caleb? 
Uh, I uh, probably similar in, in the sense of like having a comfortable place to stay. I used to love a bit of camping, uh, but gone are those days. I like sleeping in a comfortable bed. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah, going out, eating street food during the day, going for a surf or something like that, but then having real comfortable, if it's a hot, humid place, aircon at night. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I was about to ask what happened to your love for camping. I think you just answered it. Yeah. Yeah. Maturity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. So let's get into uh, the intro for Thessalonians. The question I have for you guys is, what are you excited about in doing this series? Maybe we can start with Josh. Yes. <laughs> I think this book is a wonderful book. I think for me, just reading through it a few times, uh, seeing the kind of application that Paul gives into this incredible group of believers, I think the believers are an amazing church. So to to have them as an example in front of us, you know, it says they're incredibly um, full of faith and love and hope despite their like ridiculously difficult circumstance. So to me, that's a wow, how do... Uh, how does that impact on me? But the the three things I was reading through in the prayers is in the prayers that Paul prays in this book, he gives a prayer of thanks in the beginning. So he's just so grateful to go, wow, I can't believe what God has done. And I think that's a powerful. But then later then in the middle of the book, he prays for their kind of increases. May you increase, may you increase in love and just grow in, in kind of becoming more like Jesus in chapter three. And then he rounds off the book with like, a prayer of uh, make God's going to complete all His work in you. So, like, what a journey, right? Like to to be grateful for who who God is, but also to be expectant that God is transforming us. And I think this book gets really practical and in, in like uh, living life on the ground in a sense, transforming us, and then to have such a great hope that Jesus is going to complete all of this. So, for me, that's a, you know looking at the book as a whole, it's it's very uh, encouraging and. Uh, Going wow, what might what what might I look like at the end of this book? Hopefully, uh, very different. Yeah, very good. What about you, Jib? Yeah, I feel like it's um it's really cool coming to a book like this right after Luke, which is written um to someone that they would believe or have certainty about what they've been taught about Jesus, and then what next? Well, any of the epistles to the churches um are a great what's next. Yeah, and uh, First Thessalonians is a really good one. Because it wouldn't it be great to receive the same kind of letter uh, from Paul about our church where there's so much comfort in what God's doing, hearing about the ways, I guess, that their Christ-likeness, the ways that they are following their leaders. And I think especially this being a letter, any of the epistles really are a letter to first-generation Christians. They're all converts, and that's a really exciting con- context to think about. They're in the same, I guess, stage of God's plan as we are. You know, we are all post-Jesus' death and resurrection, we're all waiting for his return. We're all in the exact same boat. And um, we are probably not the last people who will be waiting for Jesus' return. But, you know, awesome if we are. Yeah, very cool. Mark? Uh, yeah, so right at the end of Luke, he, uh, Luke says, Did not our hearts burn within us while he talked to us on the road, while he opened uh, to us the scriptures? And in a way, the, the series in Luke leaves us with hearts burning for Jesus. That's mm. I think that's what happens to us is, you know, we've fallen in love with Jesus again in a new way. We've understood him better and we have our hearts set on eternity. Our lives are kind of being turned upside down. And in a, in a way, our whole world's become like a transit lounge. And so if you imagine that your whole world, you lived in a transit lounge, how do you do What do we do? How do we get on with life? You know, yeah. and um, Paul comes and I think these were, th- that's what the epistles are. Like, 
how do we live while we're in transit? We've left that world and that way of life, but we're not yet where we're going. So how do we get on with life for Jesus to glorify him? And, and Paul writes in 1 Thessalonians, he says, Finally, brothers, um, we ask and urge you in the Lord Jesus Christ that as you received from us how you ought to walk and to please God, just as you are doing, that you do so more and more. Um, and then he talks yeah. about the instructions. Uh, and so this is what we, we get in these instructions. How do we get on with life? It's very practical, very kind of how do we live for him. Um, and so if if anyone in King's Cross is interested in living for God while we wait for Jesus, then Paul's going to help us in this book. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah, well, I'm excited to dive into it with, with you guys. So looking forward to it. Hope you guys stay tuned in for the series as it begins next week.